time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Tuck with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. It's Live365.com. Just go there and search for Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's our station, eh? We want to thank you for t- tuning in tonight because we have an awesome show. Boy, we got a, a jam-packed show. It has been happening. It's it's like you say it, like they say it in the industry. It's a full show, eh? <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't have had those extra fries with it, you when know? We say it's heavy. Like, we're like we're go, running kind of heavy today. Yeah, heavy, you know? Don't supersize it. Just go medium. But today we're supersizing it. <laughs> we are supersizing it, folks, so... Uh, but hey, tonight, I got to let you know, awesome show. We got awesome guests tonight. Tonight, from a moment of clarity, political activist slash comedian. I guess I don't know which way to go because he's a funny comedian with a political slant. And he's got a web uh, website, uh, LeeCamp.com. Also, a YouTube channel called A Moment of Clarity. Lee Camp's going to be with us tonight. He's a pretty cool vato. Eh? I've seen a lot of his videos. I can totally agree with some of his stuff. Uh, but it's it's the it's all to me. What I really like about him is his delivery. Eh? <laughs> I love it. Eh? He has a good delivery. Looking also, forward to that. Also tonight from Rooftop Revolutionaries. Uh, I like, also, and I like her delivery too. Shoot. Also, <laughs> an, also an activist, very politically charged. Uh, band. They don't pull, they don't mince words. They straight up say, we are politically activists. The great thing about it is they're not just, they don't just have a message. They actually have really good music. Right. Um, but uh, this singer and activist, very outspoken activist um, um, from Rooftop Revolutionaries, our very own cool ass chick, Eleanor. Right on. Swede. Right on. Eh? I don't know her middle name. I forget what her middle name is, but Eleanor Sweet. Is I'm her looking name. forward to hearing her again. Eh? I like I, I like your delivery too, Eleanor. Ele- <laughs> In fact, I'm more inclined to your delivery. Eleanor Goldfield Sweet. That's her name. Eleanor Goldfield Sweet. But you know what? She's awesome. She's going to be with us tonight. Uh, going to talk a little bit about awesome events that are going on that everyone must attend, and um, also going to introduce a music break for us. Um, another thing. Well, Donald Sterling's been all over the news today, this week, and uh, everyone's talking about Donald Sterling and, yeah. and his crap, and I'm sure our girl, uh, Jackie Casas, will be talking about it as well. Tonight, no one's talking about the the mistress angle. Okay. Tonight with us um, from, uh, you know, relationship psychiatrist, or I'm sorry, relationship counselor, author, and blogger. Sherry Myers is going to be with us tonight, and she's right. going to talk with it about why women 
are allowed to allow themselves to be quote unquote kept women or you, mistresses. The other woman? You, you mean like the other woman? The other woman. Like why they become the other woman? Yeah, but it's more than that. Not just the other woman, but a mistress. You know, mistresses come with, you know, you, the you French, pay for them. The, the French benefits. In other words, like well, maybe they get a room or something. I don't but know. there's more to it. You know, okay. like, you know, they are doing it, I guess, because they the man's rich. All I know is that I don't know why people ain't talking about his name, eh? He's got two first names, eh? I never thought of that. Silverstein, what's his name? No, Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling. That's two first names, but, eh? The, but the last What's name? his real last name, eh? <laughs> I'm going to find out. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she... Uh, so, Sherry... Dr. Sherry Myers is going to be with us uh, tonight. She's awesome. She's um, got a, a, a TV show, books... You name it. And so I, we, I've had some conversations with uh-huh. her. She's got some really good things to say about what's going on. And she's pretty excited. She's a bit of an expert in the area of uh, male women in, uh, relationships or those type. All that stuff. That kind of drama. Well, you know, she also has a, uh, a book out called Chatting or Cheating. Ooh. Ooh. New book. Ooh. I'm sure a lot of people need that book. But anyways, stay tuned for that. I can't wait to talk to her about this. Um, also tonight, like we do every week, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, um, our multimedia journalist Jackie Casas is going to be with us with the news and dirty laundry. Jackie, what's going on with the news and dirty laundry tonight? Hey, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, we have the latest, of course, on Donald Sterling, the news uh, that's been talking with everybody and those not so nice recordings of him and his ex-girlfriend. Also, new information has surfaced of the 2012 Benghazi terror attacks. Ah. We'll get to hear what those nasty little emails are being coming out of uh, D.C. And finally, the Dirty Dozen list is out this year. I'll let you know what's the dirtiest vegetable going in your mouth. Uh, All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. There you go. News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. No one has Jackie Casas, but twin talk with Jose and Angel. So that's what's going on. Um, Stay tuned for that awesome show. We want to invite you all to call us, too. Throughout the show, you can chat us up on Facebook. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Friend us. And uh, we also read your comments and questions here on the air. We also, hey, don't forget about Twitter. We do we do Twin Talk Show on Twitter and Instagram. But we say Twinstagram, eh? Because, you know, you're in the Twiniverse now. Also, um, we invite you to give us a call at 626-275. To win. 626-275-8946. Uh, you, you can chat us up throughout the show. We, we, ta- we take your calls. Uh, I can't wait when Dr. Sherry Myers is with us tonight. Hey, uh, you know what? Let's tell our listeners, too, that if you missed last week's show, you can get it. At our website, uh, TwinTalkCast.com, you can get all our shows uh, uh, at TwinTalkCast.com. Just go to uh, previous podcasts and scroll and, you know, to your heart's content, download it to your gadget, listen to it in the bath or while you're working on your car or when you're working on yourself, whatever that may be. And listen to Los Twins, eh? You can, you can subscribe to our podcast, and they will be downloaded automatically to your device of choice. Last week, we had uh, a cool-ass band, uh, Groove Session, kind of a jamming, funky, what would you consider that? It's a, like a, a They're a jam band. A jam band. That, you know, in the vein of the, of the, uh, of, uh, the Grateful Dead and Fish, uh, they got a cool kind of- uh, The Doobie Brothers, yeah. Parliament. 
a trio. And they performed live here in Theo Lisa's Garage. They did an awesome job. If you want to check out their video, go to Twin Talk Tube. That is our YouTube station. It's called Twin Talk Tube. And we have their performance uh, uh, that they perform here at Theo Lisa's Garage there. Good and other job. performances. Good job, Jose. I saw that video and the audio. Good job on yeah, the audio. Pretty dude. good, huh? Pretty good for yeah. Garage. On the, on the podcast, too. You can listen to the whole interview at Twin Talk Cast. Good podcast. Also with us last week, Max Wu from VapeDay.com. We were discussing the controversial new fandangle called vaping, which... Uh, um, discuss- fandangle? Yeah, I, don't, I, I couldn't think of a word. I don't dangle this. <laughs> but uh, the the new vape... Um, <laughs> fandangle. Fad or whatever you want to call it, and how it's been banned, how it's being banned here in Los Angeles. Here, and suck on my fandangle. Yeah. He asked. A, I mean, I asked him a few listen questions. I, I asked him you a few hear? questions about. That's, that's my fandangle vapor. Let me finish the sentence, bro. <laughs> hey, when you say fandangle, you shouldn't be allowed to say another sentence after anyway, that. Anyway, so a lot of people don't know what vaping is. If I don't it's know good what for you or bad for you. And the guy, the guy answered the questions. It was, he was a really cool guy. He was a really cool guy. He was really, you're right. He was business and uh, and um, well-spoken, well, cool guy, and he kind of fit right in. So. And he gave me some uh, some uh, vaping uh, juice. As Go to TwinTalkCast.com. Check out those past podcasts. Last week's podcast isn't up yet. We're kind of behind on that, Angel. We're we about a month behind. You know what? Our web guy, he does. He goes to this Coachella, and I guess he takes a long time recovering like a lot of people. I'm sorry. We need another web guy. We do. Anybody we- want to do some web work for us for nothing? You can't go to Coachella, and you can't go to Running Man either, eh? That won't hold you for a month, eh? <laughs> so oh, Running go. Man? Did I say Running Man or Burning Man? Oh, you did say Running Man. <laughs> That's aye, a, aye. That Burning Man, eh? Yeah. How was your week, bro? My week was... Uh, oh, I was all still thinking about the... Uh, week was good, eh? You know, but, you know, a couple of, you know, we uh, situations that were kind of sad and, you know, but, you know, pretty good. Really busy at work. Kind of stressed, man. Uh, can you tell my voice? <laughs> I need to go to the mountain. Eh? I need to. I, I'm gonna go. We're gonna do Mount Baldy again. You know, that's like one of the the tallest peak in the area, man. So I know it is. Us. Well, I see. I mean, I've, I've, I haven't re, um, rehabilitated my knees, so it'll be a slow walk for me to start. I will admit, uh, my days of hiking are, have begun in the past. I got to re, reinvigorate and recuperate. But I had a pretty good week um, this week. I went to. Um, I actually hung out in Hollywood. Me? Hung out in Hollywood? <laughs> I don't like Hollywood. You're always over there, though. For work. For work. And that's the only reason why. I don't like the city of Hollywood. It's just too much craziness and what but, have you. But People in superhero sh- suits and yeah. uh, you know, sidewalk performers. But went to the famous Musso and Frank's, which is almost 100 years old. W- what is that? Um, it's an rest- Italian restaurant that's been on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, I know which for one. For almost 100 years. And we sat like a few do- tables down from... from where Charlie Chaplin used to sit, and we were talking to the yeah the, yeah. So was the chair silent? <laughs> was it like in black and white and silent? <laughs> no, no. Like but you we sat were, there and everything went like kind of fast paced, but, but the silent? place is haunted, you know. And really? the guy, the waiter, was talking about when they shoot there, they use it for movies, uh-huh. and the the directors get mad because they're like quiet on the set because glass breaks. They hear glass breaking, but no one no one does it. They turn around. There's like no one dropping glassware. Really? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's not like sound effects or anything. I don't believe it. I think they just say that for the charm, just so that people want to come back. But whatever. What was that? Uh, that one hotel down on Hollywood Boulevard that uh, uh, is it John Belushi was 
where he that, died. That's Le Chateau Mermont. Right. That's one of those historic places, too, as, oh, as yeah. well, huh? What's his name? A lot uh, of places are historic. Howard there. Hughes. The Howard Hughes penthouse is amazing. I've been up there. It's uh-huh. still old. It still looks the same. Not old, but it looks awesome. It's I want to stay there. Balcony. Yeah, it's really it, cool. Yeah, I want to stay there because they say that's haunted, too. Yes, it is. I well, wouldn't mind running well. into John Belushi's ghost, eh? The, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the Roosevelt <laughs> Hotel is haunted as well. Went there. Party. Hung out, I hung out there at the, at the bar, and uh, I ran into my friend Pat LaLama. So what would you do? If you if you were at the chateaus with your girl spending the night and the ghost of John Belushi came out, what would you do? I'd freak out, dude. I'm not into ghosts, dude. Toga. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Animal House? Yeah, of course I did. Toga Holmes, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> did you see Animal House? You're too young, huh? I've seen it. Yes. Okay. Do I recall exactly scene by scene? No. That's uh, John Belushi's uh, very famous one word in that movie. Toga, I think he grunted the rest of the movie. No, there wasn't there one that said food fight or was that a different Oh, movie? yeah. Food fight and Toga, that's it. And then the yeah. rest of the movie were grunts, right? Yeah, because he was drunk or whatever. But on night, okay. He probably really <laughs> was. So I think that's a plan, eh? Baby, are you listening? We're going to make reservations at Le Chateau. Le Chateau. Le Chateau. Le Chateau. <laughs> and uh, we're going to give you a shout-out because Jose cued the music. <laughs> Anyways, the shout-outs are brought to you by Lattice Jr., um, Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue. Tell you a little bit more about that later. Some very uh, 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 heartfelt and uh, uh, shout outs to a couple of uh, uh, family who lost some loved ones. Uh, Carmen, Silveria, and family, we love you guys. We're pulling for you. Also, Anthony Davis and Familia, we're loving you. We love you. We're pulling for you. Um, uh, there you go. Also, I got some shout outs for you ready? Kimberly H., Randy H., Chris O., Tisian L, Bruce C, and Dickies B, Matthew, uppercase Y, <laughs> Lou B, Charlie M, and Caitlin, David S, Ricky O, Ernie S, and Vlad O D. Don't be ODing, homes. Those are your shoutouts. Also, happy birthday, Jake. What's up? So there's your shoutouts and YouTube to my bud man too, eh? You got any oh, shoutouts? Gosh. I don't like when you talk to your bud man. I mean, you know, I am vehemently <laughs> against the recreational use of marijuana or any drug. Hey, I'm not plugging him. It's not like I'm giving his contact information. But on the other hand, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm not into you got any shout outs? I want to give a shout out to um, Heidi Chang, NBC Los Angeles. Great work with you again. Um, also, Madison, I don't remember your last name. One of the best interns around. Good stuff. You rock. Also, want to give a shout out to. Um, Oh, shoot. I, I told myself I was going to give a shout-out to Coach Gio. Um, I know you're listening this time, right? What's up, Coach? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for doing what you do with our boys and girls. Thank you very much. That's my shout-out. There you go. Your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Jr. Uh, Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue in the city of downtown Pomona. It's rocking over there. they got great beer, good food. Tell them the twins sent you. Shoot! <laughs>
This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we want to remind you, tonight we have a great show. Dr. Sherry Meyer is going to be with us tonight talking about what's up with those mistresses. We're also going to have comedian and activist Lee Camp and from Rooftop Revolutionaries... The late, the great, the late, the great. No, not late. Voice. <laughs> I'm late all the time, eh? The great voice and awesome <laughs> activist herself, uh, Eleanor Goldfield Swede's going to be with us tonight talking a little bit about what's going on with them and this awesome event that's going on. And you guys, if you want to call in, eh? Give us a call, yeah, give us a call at 626-275-8946. That's 626-275-2. And uh, also, we take your comments on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Friend us. Leave your comments on the wall. We read them. We really do. <laughs> you know, um, a, a, a quick note. Um, I, I had a conversation with Dr. Myers Again, uh-huh. therapist, author, and TV host, and author of a, a cool book that just came out, Chatting or Cheating. You mean the one, Cheryl Miles, the one that we're going to have her on the show later? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. We talked about uh, what were the topic with Sterling and, and the, and the uh, you know, the mistress. Uh-huh. And um, she's a very busy woman, and I'm sure she has many more important things to deal with than to listen to a scandal like the Sterling thing. So, you know, I, I kind of... I sent some. I don't we all. I, I sent her some information. Yeah, I mean it's all a scandal. It's all below us. I mean it's, it's way below Dr. Myers, of course. But I sent her some some links, and I spoke to her today again, and she's really sunk her teeth into this topic and uh-huh. has, as as an opinion. And I'm really looking forward to it because educated woman like her who has some zeal for this topic uh-huh. makes for a good interview. So stay right tuned on. for that. It's going to be awesome. Right on. Uh, so yeah, so I'm looking looking forward to it and um, all that stuff. But you know. Um, we have had a, a couple of weeks that have been very, very different from normal. They have. And Indeed, they have. It's not the normal thing to be having to do the news and dirty laundry by ourselves, Angel. It's it's not. And so, it's therefore, <laughs> I will cue the music. Please cue. Please cue. Most <laughs> eagerly, cue, cue the music. I'm excited to introduce our... Hivet, Hivet, introduce Hivet, truth. Our friend from the multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo, the girl with the pink headphones, the girl who has sorely missed the past couple of weeks. It's Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. Hey, Jackie. Hi, guys. Hi, Jackie. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Angel didn't grunt. We missed you. (laughs) You didn't grunt, Jose. Did I say Angel? Uh, you Jose, did. you didn't <laughs> grunt. See, we're twins. I got confused. confused. <laughs> you got confused which twin you were? You I should, just you should have seen your face, Jackie. You were like, what? Huh? <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> wait to introduce uh, uh, Jackie because she's been gone for so long. Well, we thank you we, we, for being here with us again. We're sorry that you have been gone, but we understand things happen. So yeah. welcome back. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. It's so good to be back. I missed you guys so yes, much. We missed you, too. And I just want to take the time to thank you guys. Thank our listeners who reached out to me. I unfortunately had some mm-hmm. back-to-back family emergencies that I would love to just pass 
in right. behind me. Uh-huh. Um, so I want to thank you guys. Both of you reached out to me individually, and I really, really appreciate it. And I really appreciate our radio family. It makes uh-huh. me feel so grateful for who we have. <laughs> and to We're- our listeners, thank you, Joe, Dennis, Chris, Lulu, all of you. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. It makes me feel so loved and cared for. I really appreciate so, all the love. We so are love. we radio siblings, or are You're we radio totally radio mates. siblings. <laughs> or are we, ra- what would it be? Radio lovers? Are we radio lovers or radio spouses? What, what are we? Radio siblings? What would I think you're like I. I would say you guys are like my radio siblings because if we were like husbands, then I would bicker with you guys. <laughs> but since you're like my brothers, you guys bicker with each no, other, and, and then I talk to you guys. In the spirit of this week, we are. You're my radio mistress. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I do always want to know about your chonies and stuff. So, or the fact that you don't wear chonies while you sleep. So. <laughs> Which so, you still do, right? I know you did that when you were like eighteen. Uh, Jose, you're, I'm still sleeping the buff. I'm okay, sorry, right. Jose. You're the ra- more comfortable. Yeah. You're the radio step, uh, redheaded stepchild. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. So I just want to thank everybody. Thank you so much for your kind words and your messages. I thank you so much. I can't. I can't thank you enough. How sweet you guys are in reaching out to me and these not so lovely times in my life but let's hope that it doesn't continue and yeah. the things and good things are coming in no Hang more yes. no more people die in my life please. yes <laughs> please yes. please we, please we love you baby thank you so let's move on let's get started with the news guys this is a story that's literally taken everyone in the country, uh, because it's one of the country's favorite sport, the NBA <laughs> is banning Los Angeles Clippers owner Donald Sterling. <laughs> this was announced earlier this week by the league commissioner, Adam Silver. He says that its investigation has verified that Sterling made racist comments in an audio recording that was made public late last week. Um, Silver said the investigation included a discussion with Sterling Um, where he expressed very offensive and harmful words. He was outraged, apparently, by the remarks and also apologized to former players and anyone else offended by the sentiments in the recording. In these recordings, which was actually leaked over the weekend... not confirmed where the source where they were leaked, but the source came from Sterling's ex girlfriend V Stiviano, huh? who is um, <laughs> about fifty something years younger that name than is, Donald Sterling. That name is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling's punishment 50. also includes a $2.5 million fine. The fine is the maximum amount allowed under the NBA's charter. Uh. This is all according to the ESPN Sports. Uh, Silver, the commissioner, is urging that the NBA's Board of Governors force a sale of the team and that his actions have the support of the fellow NBA Owners uh, under the ban, Sterling may not attend any NBA games or practices, be present at any Clippers office or facility, or participate in any business or player personnel decisions involving the team. He is also barred from attending NBA Board of Governors meetings and participating in any other uh, league uh, activity. Dude, just do not. Uh, you, could, you know, if I were to get make something offensive like that, eh, you could bar me from. Just don't bar me from the bar, eh? Okay, you okay, know? okay. <laughs> you know, 
Make me sell my team, you know, fire me, but don't, you know, we actually, keep the bar out of it, eh? We <laughs> have um, some sound of the recordings. Like I said, this was between Sterling's ex-girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, um, and himself, which he was it's yeah. not aware of that these recordings were of, but she was recording this where it was apparently over an hour, but we have a little clip it of what the remarks were. She's nuts, But maybe dude. you want to adjust to the world. But why? If the world doesn't do anything for me and they don't make me happy. You're right. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to argue. I can't be racist in my heart. And that's good. I'm living in a culture, and I have to live within the culture. So that's the way it is. That's how uh-huh. I got it. I got the whole message. Uh, she's. Uh, he's apparently mad that she was posting pictures of herself with other black men on her Instagram, including one in particular photo, which they were discussing about. Was a photo she posted of Magic Johnson with herself, and uh, as we can hear, it seems that Sterling is accusing and criticizing her for associating with black people. And um, in the in the recording, it includes that uh, he says about Magic Johnson to not bring him, quote unquote, to my games. Emily, I I saw someone I admire. I admire Magic Johnson. Okay, good. I'm sorry. Okay. He's made a lot of changes for his community, for the world, for the people, for the minorities. Uh-huh. He's helped a lot of people. Why are you forcing this down my throat? I'm finished talking to you. <laughs> I have nothing more to say. And I took a picture with someone I admire. Good. Uh-huh. And he happens to be black, and I'm sorry. I think it's nice that you admire him. I know him well, and he should be admired. And I'm just saying that it's too bad you can't admire him privately. And, and during your entire life, your whole life, admire him. Bring him here. Feed him. him. I don't care. You can do anything. But don't put him on an Instagram so the world has to see, so they have to call me. And don't bring him into my games, okay? Um, I don't know. I mean, I... Maybe I'm not hearing everything, but where's all the what's all the the, the mess about? I mean, what? Well, I mean, not what they're arguing about. What is everyone else arguing about the racist stuff? He it, he sounded just jealous that she was with a young well. Not, not, that's um, a very good point. It didn't sound like it was a racist thing to me. It's like a 15 minute um, uh, audio, piece of audio where he p- brings up a lot of stuff. I'll bring some more audio of this, but but you know what? I think if they're gonna bar him from doing this, then from basketball, does that mean that the, that Archie Bunker can't buy a, a team either? <laughs> but you know, uh, Archie because Bunker. Here's some more. You want me to have hate towards black people? I don't want you to have hate. That's what people do. They turn things around. I want you to love them privately in your whole life. Every day you could be with them. Every <laughs> single day of your life. 
But they're not in public? But why publicize it on, on the Instagram and why bring it to my games? Why bring the black people to the games? I... Uh, I, I can be the one dude, I should be a lawyer here. <laughs> she's putting words in the in, in his mouth on that. Yeah, it sounds like she's leading him. You know, it and does to me because you know it. It sounds to me that he she posted a picture with uh, with uh, uh, Magic Johnson. He got a little jealous, and he's telling her not to do it in front of everybody. You can love whoever you want. She's the one that keeps saying the black people. Uh, uh, Here's a little thing. twist to it. His uh, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, Vis Viano, is half black, half Mexican. Oh. So she's of, quote-unquote, minority race I herself. She's half black, sorry, half Mexican, and half really know. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what pisses me off is, is uh, what Jackie was talking about. The, the big story here, in my opinion, is, is how society and the NBA and everybody came down on this man. Look. I don't care if he's racist. I mean, I care enough that I don't like racism, but racism exists. The thing is, this man was having a conversation which he presumed was an innocent, I mean, a, a private conversation. And because of his private conversation or his expressions to a, a jilted lover or whatever, the, the, the society has come down on him. The NBA wants to take his team away. They fined him a million and a half dollars. And... That's wrong. That is thought police, man. That is the, 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 the American people, your peers, ostracizing you for your thoughts, your private thoughts. I challenge anyone to come forward and say, no, I don't have any ill thoughts towards anybody in my private life. All I know is anybody. If, if my wife recorded some of my conversations... That would be kind of embarrassing, eh? <laughs> That's my point. And, Reportedly, uh, <laughs> she has hundreds of would, hours of recordings with him. This is just what's been leaked out and has been made public. So what the commissioner was saying, there there was a, um, a sting press operation? conference. There was a press conference yesterday where one of the questions that the reporters made was, this was a private conversation right. held between Sterling and Stiviano. How is it that this can be held as yes. as legal grounds for there to be any judgments? What the commissioner commissioner said was it was made public, so I'm basing it on what I heard. I know this was Sterling. First of all, there's an investigation to confirm whether it was him to begin with, like voice 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 lab, wise labs, that it wasn't some doctors. sort of like imitator or anything like that. There was that part, and then and then secondary, what was the actions that was going to be taken <laughs> apart? It was so, an, it was an avatar off of an Xbox 360. Why? <laughs> these reports are that she had hundreds of hours of recordings. Apparently, they've been together. And this is another deal. There's so hey, many elements to this. This I, man, Sterling, has been married for 15, 50 years to uh, an estranged wife. Apparently, this is his, you know, um, hine on the side. And, and they, the that side. they've been together for... <laughs> Four years since the 2010 Super Bowl. So she's involved in litigation with the wife of Sterling because Sterling's wife is claiming that she received millions of dollars worth of gifts, including cars, very expensive cars, uh-huh. under uh, communal uh, Commu- assets. Community property. Community property between Mr. Sterling and Mrs. Sterling. So they're, so, saying, they're saying then that it's, it's a, it's a um, uh, Are they she, retaliation 
for her lawsuit? It well, that is something that's been said. However, there is still that question <laughs> of why does she have hundreds of hours of recordings between him and her? This, this been a, for she years. claims that this he, is a love triangle. If it, it, and it's two women, one man, it, and even if it was just it was two men and one woman. Uh, anything's possible, eh? Yeah, but the, the women is the that's like the jack of, of, of the I want to go, I want to go back to the wild card, eh? But I want to go back though to the horrible thing that happened here, the horrible thing that has bigger implications than just the same old lovers triangle thing, and that is that uh, that society has come down crashing on somebody for his private conversations and thoughts and that is wrong that is thought policing you cannot ostracize someone take their job <laughs> and their livelihood because you think you disagree uh-huh. with what he says that is wrong however he has been a well-known racist because it's years ago there was litigation where he was in a lawsuit of prohibiting black people and Hispanic people renting from his apartment buildings. He's a but he's a rich he motherfucker. He's got he a was, lot of buildings <laughs> and he was prohibiting the uh, the lawsuits. So he actually had a, settlement. But, he had a settlement. But he had a settlement. <laughs> and there's been several litigations and it's been out there. It's been out there that he is not the He has a reputation exactly. of being of discriminating against uh, his tenants. He also has has had a lawsuit against Elvin Taylor who was one of his employees of Former NBA great who um, who filed a lawsuit against him for uh, discriminatory practices and he lost and harassment. Yeah, and he lost that one. So there's uh, been a lot of response from everybody in regards to this. My, uh, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But I don't care. I tell you, what, I don't. Care. All I know is that I don't care. I'm sick and tired of that. Listen to this. Uh, remember, remember the Duck Dynasty guy. He said something. He expressed something. People wanted him out of freaking television. Remember the Mozilla CEO from Mozilla Firefox who uh, who donated some money to the Proposition 8 campaign in 2009. He gets a job with Mozilla. Uh, two months ago, he gets asked to be step, to step down because people do not like the way you think, and no. that is wrong. No, it's because they're, they're going to release the new Godzilla movie. That's why. Eh? <laughs> but, you know, I think it's a, it's a horrifying uh, thought that – that uh, someone would record you in private and, and then put it out in the open. Absolutely, they got they got some you know they got my private oh. private recording with my wife here. Listen, <laughs> now that that's embarrassing, you know. That's you and how, Lulu. How, yeah, me and my wife. How could somebody put that private uh, <laughs> public? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's. That's got some serious implications. I could be, you know, barred from TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, I'm about to clear your mic. According to Stiviano, the conversations were leaked. Not on her end. They were leaked out from her personal records. And that she's actually saddened by the NBA commissioner's actions on banning Sterling from any sort of... She's full uh, of crap. <laughs> have, you, have you gotten your... Uh, she, first of all, she's full of crap. I have a feeling that she completely planned this. Go to her Instagram page. It's all about branding uh, Jackie's herself. agreeing. Nigga. I totally Because she's a woman. I think this was... I think this was uh, uh, Almost a blackmail situation that backfired on her ass. Mm-hmm. Like I think she was collecting. But it's, but it's not no, backfired. No pun, hey, no pun intended, eh? No, no, no. <laughs> I have a feeling. No, no, no. Because I have a They're feeling. They're gonna bar you for saying she was, blackmail. She was collecting all of these hours worth of in, of information and things that it, would not make him look in the in the positive light. She was gathering all these hours of of recordings to 
tell him, hey, look what I have you saying. Click. And it says all these things like, you know, <laughs> don't take pictures with Magic Johnson. Put it out there. And then say, give me, you know, $5 million, which is nothing to him. Because he's, he's, I mean, Clippers alone is worth $700 million or something like that. So I yeah, bet she just said, press, a, press play button. And he said, all right, fine. So you don't put this out there. I'm going to give you $20 million. Well, and you that's know, it. But it backfired. Jackie's eyes. Jackie's, Jackie's eyes all chit yeah, But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, I, we, I, again, I want to go back to the big picture. We are all talking about a scandal. This kind of scandal has happened for eons okay i want to go back because i want our listeners to, uh, to i want <laughs> our listeners to comprehend the precedents that are that are being laid here every time somebody says something or expresses <laughs> themselves they are ostracized and they are uh, their their jobs and their livelihoods are taken away be- because of angel hold on dude because angel <laughs> Their livelihoods are taken away because of uh, expressions of, uh, of of opinions, and that's wrong. It's wrong. You know what it was wrong, wrong here? But just because no, they're me. your personal thoughts doesn't mean that they're okay. There are people out there who have so, personal so, hey, thoughts no, who think that, you know what? I really want to kill people today. You know what? Is that, is that thoughts, illegal? But that doesn't mean it's that it's illegal. okay. It's hey, not so illegal. I don't want to be, if that's, if it's I wouldn't want to be under somebody who thinks that because I'm black, I am less than him, who thinks that I, it's, oh, thank you so much. It's a blessing and a luxury that you have allowed me to purchase at home because you're who cares? under me. You know what? I care. Uh, if I were an employee. Then that's would, you. Well, that's then, the response. But, that's the response that but, his employers gave him for the Clippers game. After these recordings came out, they threw their jerseys on the floor. They were inside fine, out. But they also this, walked home with a million dollars in the bank, nice <laughs> cars. That doesn't and justify that it's okay it, for him to have these negative thoughts about okay, black people, talk, which make okay, him millions. Okay, you want to talk? You want to talk justification? The players walked okay. away with a million dollars. He walks away with seven hundred okay, plus million dollars. Let's talk about that justification okay. then. <laughs> then his thoughts. Does that justify taking his 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 freaking millions and millions of dollars you worth? You know what? Of, I'm not worried about him. Uh, that's not the point. I'm, I, not I'm answering about him. your answering your question. I'm responding with another question. You want to talk about justification? Does cause justify the effect? I mean, the 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 penance justify the, the or the the sin justify the penance? Does it? You just said it doesn't justify. Does it justify his thoughts? Hey, does thought, hey. does it justify taking his livelihood and his millions of dollars What's, and his clippers? Does it? What, I don't think so. What's, re- what's really wrong here, both of you, please, excuse me. What's really wrong here is that he picked up the wrong Haina, eh? What? WTF. Don't, you know, she's 50 years younger than you and she's obviously an airhead. He's got a poor choice of character. That's it. It doesn't matter. Does he the, picked the, up the wrong chick. Pick up another one, but eh? But guess what? The point is that society is, is carrying, they're lynching him. He's being lynched. For what? For thinking and saying things that are you and I agree are despicable. Angel, you say some things that Jose, piss me off Jose, are despicable. I'm not going to take away your life. Jose, Jose, that was a punchline. You just repeated again what you just said. It was a punchline. Anyway. The, the thing is, listen to, <laughs> listen to this. This sets precedent. What happens the next day when all of a sudden it's not cool to say things that are Latino-influenced? What happens that day? You know what? It's going the other way around. More and more white people are afraid to speak. They're intimidated. They're scared uh-huh. because they're afraid that whatever they say is uh-huh. going to be construed as racist. So often that happens. 
let me tell you, I talk to a lot of white people because I bring that up and I say, and they're yeah. like, yeah, this happens. And they're afraid to speak up because I, of that you know, reason. You What's know what going to happen? All you have to do is like, you're racist because what you said is racist. But listen to what Spike Lee says. Spike Lee says, oh, when I see a, a, a interracial couple, I send them daggers with my eyes because I want them to feel uncomfortable. What does Al Sharpton say about Jews and Latinos? All these things, and it's okay. He has his own TV show. Jose, Jose. Um, you need to diversify the people that you talk to. I no, you do. You, <laughs> what are you talking about? I I have no doubt that these people that you talk to, these uh, did you say white people? White folk. The white folk that you talk to, I have no I have no doubt that whatever they told you was true. Okay, okay. I'm not doubting that. Just diversify the people that you talk what to. What are you trying to say? Because that I don't deserve. I don't. No, talk, what I'm a diverse what, crowd of people. What I'm saying is that there's industry, probably some truth to that, but there's uh, there's you know if we're going to be talking of people being attacked verbally or what is the word you say oyster size? I don't know. Oyster size. Fucking oyster shots have it to do with this, but hey, anyways, you know everybody gets oyster sauce. It doesn't make it right, but it's not it's not an exclusively that the white people are. You know everyone's being oyster oyster sized from one time or another. So I mean, uh, so, you're so making. You're saying it's Okay. Well, no. What I'm saying, and I just told you, it's not okay. What I'm saying it is that you're making it like a oh, there's only one victim here. I am not saying that. That's exactly what I you said. I am not that. saying, Angel. What because I'm because you 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 exactly just did right now what the opposite that you're against. What I'm trying to tell you is there is a precedence that is being set over and over again. Exactly. Too many, too often. Look, look. okay, let's uh, forget the white man. Forget the white thing. Uh, uh, the CEO from Mozilla, uh, he donated to Proposition 8. He did what he is rightfully able to do under the Constitution. He gave money toward an uh, initiative or whatever that he believed in. It is within his constitutional right to do so. What happens? He gets a job as CEO of Mozilla, and people lash out against him. And he's asked because of ostracized, he was ostracized. He was asked to the thing step about the angel. Let me finish. He was asked ah, to step down. What is? Wrong? I know what you're saying. You no, said this I'm, already. I'm, I'm, trying, to me, to, I'm, I'm gonna, trying to get to a point to ask a question again. Where is that okay? Where is I that didn't okay? say it was okay, Jose. Stop making it seem like I say it's okay. No, I'm asking What you. I'm saying is that people are being ostracized all over the place. Oysters here, oysters there. But what, so, what are you so saying then? What's what the, I'm saying is let's stop oystercizing, okay? Let's stop making that's that. That's what I'm saying. Let's, let's stop making the dialogue that, okay, you're oystercizing him, you're oystercizing her. Ostracizing. And, uh, whatever. The, no more of that, eh? Let's just, you know... Tell old Silverman, what's his name? Sterling, Sterling. Donald Sterling, to pick what uh, you know, a, a woman her, his a, age, Angel, a Angel, woman his not, age. Hey, it's get, not, go it, find yourself a cougar, home. Angel, I want to remind. I want to. I'll say I'm responding to you. I know, you need to and respond I want to my response. I, I am with the same response that I responded to you with. And, and I want to respond. And I'm trying to point out. Well, I don't know why you're trying to I'm avoid. Point, I don't know why you're trying to avoid a very important issue. I'm not. not. Let me let me finish. You keep ta- you keep uh, discounting it by saying, "Oh well, everyone's oyster size, whatever you want to say." They are no. There is a new angel. What I am bringing up is the fact that now, uh, you know, the Orwellian uh, um, society that we live in. George Orwell wrote about it when he wrote the book 1984. He talked about the thought police. He talked about the government watching you and listening to your every thought and and policing your thoughts. But you know what? So for years, uh, you know, people have been afraid about that big, bad, tyrannical government. But I realized I had a watershed moment recently. I realized it's not the government we need to fear when it comes to this. It's society, your own peers. 
are saying this is a social norm, and if you don't conform to this, you are bad, and we are going to ostracize you. And what ostracize means is take away your livelihood, uh, uh, revile you, exile you, whatever. And who gives a right, Angel? <clears throat> who get, what happens, Angel, when it's no longer cool and they outlaw the whole, you know, it's not cool for you to walk around with a vapor like you, like you do now. And they ostracize you because you believe in it. And you're going to be, they're going to take away your livelihood because of it. Because it's not the social norm. How would you feel about that? No, you have a right to your own beliefs and your own thoughts, whether, whether they're, they're accepted or not. You could have a private conversation, Angel. You can have a private conversation with your wife. And you shouldn't have, be able, you shouldn't fear, fear, you should not fear society coming down on your private conversations, ever. Well, a couple of de- decades ago, the social norm was for black people to not be able to share a bathroom with white people. The social norm was for black people to be killed just because they were black. The social norm was for them to be ostracized out of society because of their skin color. So if our social norm is to accept them and to support them and get rid of some dude that, you know what, he's going to be okay if he gets I his livelihood taken to, away because he's got billions back to the of dollars. Hold up, Jose. I keep going then, back to I the private hear what Jackie conversation. It's a private conversation. I'm okay with, it's a private conversation, but it was made public. It was made public. Whichever way it came out, whether she really leaked it out or whoever did, those are private thoughts of his. All right, fine. But it's not like his reputation wasn't out there before. It was known in the in in the inners of the NBA world, of the business world, that he's a douche. He's a jerk. He, has, <laughs> he doesn't like minorities. Why, he likes and then why Jews now, or white then people why or now, whoever he you likes. You want to know why now they acted? Why do they act now? It's been known because for years. Because it was made public because it for was, everyone Because it is hear. a tarnish on the face of NBA, and that's the only reason. And you know what? I am not a racist. I do not believe in discrimination or racism of any form. But I will say this. I am in Donald Sterling's corner if the guy fights it. He will go to Ew. court. He is a billionaire. Ew. He is a lawyer. He knows the law. He's he gonna He's going to fight this. He's- and, and I hope he does. Not for him. Not for him. But for anyone else who may who yes, there are, for anyone else who for everyone who can who, so we won't fear being ostracized or persecuted for our private conversations. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I can under I can understand that, but I wouldn't support uh, a man like that. I'm you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to support this, this social norm before was about black people don't go being to ostracized. Don't be, watch escape. Being ostracized because they said we want to sit in the front of the bus. What do they do? They get their asses lynched. That, that was their society. That's they got ostracized as well for what they said. I heard it so was okay have, to speak. It was okay to speak. So, but it's they, not le- illegal. It's not okay well, to speak on Twin Talk. Only it is now. It is only now. for you, Jose. It's okay to okay, speak. Okay, then listen to me. <laughs> what you're saying, then, Jackie, is it was illegal back then to sit in the back of the truck. What a double uh, standard. In the bus. <laughs> in the back of the bus. But now it's, it's okay to speak, Jackie. But. Only but him. what you're saying <laughs> is it was okay to, to sit in the back of the bus. It wasn't okay, okay. to sit in the front. It wasn't okay to sit in the bus. Now, it, now you're protected under the Constitution. You can sit in the front or the back, no matter your skin color. So now what you're saying is that, is that it's not okay, that it should not be okay to speak because that's what you're saying. It was a social norm to do that back then. Now it shouldn't be the social norm to have your own private thoughts and conversations and not have them held against you and have your But people your were job. killed. People were that's killed. Not they the were same lynched. That's they the, were beaten. That's not the, you're were, t- wait a minute. Police pick, would beat pick, black people pick, because of their skin color. Pick your, they would pick your battle. Them. 
Are we talking about getting beat? Or are we talking about speaking? Because speaking Sterling's is Sterling's ne- speaking, and he can affect you gotta so many it. other people. How? You got to bullet it. He's supposed to be this huge person in the community. He's got millions of dollars who can influence. So what? You don't know what the fuck kind of shit he's going to influence with his money. He's paying his players millions. I've met all of his players. They've got cars. They've got homes. And it's only him because of Sterling? Can you play the the audio of Sterling and and his chick? Because this is what it sounds like. It's the other way around. You're leading her this time. Be careful. You're going to be on TMZ later. No, I'm not. I'm not Jose, on Sterling's corner. You're partner. having the same. Yeah, but what I'm saying, Jose, is you and him are having the same conversation, but he's leading you. No, I'm not. I'm just. Yes, you I'm are because fine. because she's having conversation and you're not letting her finish her thought. And then you're asking her what or, or like, no, like you're leading the conversation to where you want it to go while you're not letting her finish. That's exactly what the lady did. And while meanwhile, you had a whole long ass breath to say your part. And nobody said of what, of when, of okay, how, how about, of who, okay, oh, he, Angel, uh, he, Angel. Oh, who, and you're doing okay, exactly how what about, that young lady how did. How about just talk on the, top, on the topic? How about you chime in and talk on the topic? I already chimed in. All right. Then, and I then, just stay That's exactly what I did. I chimed in on it, and so did Jackie. But you let her, and you kept speaking over her while she, was, she wasn't even done with her. It's because you were leading her. Because, and, and that's exactly what, what that, that video. Play, that, play the audio again. It's exactly what happened. Black people? Black people? No, I'm and not, you're of what? No, I'm of what? I'm not going to argue what? what I'm trying to do with Jack. I'm trying to get because she was, she was, she's, she's. You're speaking. trying to get to your point, while meanwhile she's trying to make hers, and you had all the mic to yourself to make yours, Jose. The the you that that's that's what's what's going on right here. Boom. Whatever, dude. I'm having a conversation with Jackie because obviously no. You're yes, you are. <laughs> Look, you are having the a conversation. bottom line is I don't care. I do care about racism. I do care about discrimination, but a person, look, the bottom line is, where are you going to draw the line? Can you not have a private conversation in your home and not be afraid of being your job taken away from you, your livelihood taken away from you? Jose, thank you for your, uh, your very clear bottom line. But in, for our, um, in reality, there are three people here, so there's probably the potential of three bottom lines. Okay. This gets your point. That's my point. Is that there are there may be other bottom lines. We heard yours already. Okay. That's but this is a talk show. I know. So I can talk. Yes, you can. For goodness sake. Well, there is still pending the uh accepting uh, uh Sterling accepting the sale of the team. He could argue it. Uh however, there needs to be a three-fourths go uh three-fourths vote from the NBA owners to oust him out. There has been plenty of people that have offered to uh to buy interest, the Clippers. Have offered interest in purchasing the Clippers including Magic Johnson himself who was in that conversation. He's got the Midas touch. Including Floyd uh Floyd Mayweather, the boxer, no. Oscar De La Hoya, the o- May- the Oprah boxer Winfrey. as well, okay. Oprah Winfrey. Um there's been several people who have showed interest in purchasing um, me, breaking news, uh, Donald Sterling f- w- went to uh, Roosevelt High School. and um, Is that in East L.A.? Yeah, it's in East L.A. Uh-huh. And he graduated in 1952. He was known as Don Tokowitz. This Vistiviano, her name is Vanessa Perez. She graduated from Roosevelt High School in 2000. 
Wow. They actually went to the same school. That's ironic. A uh, Jeffrey Keller, the comedian and uh, host of uh, the uh, one radio radio show host, he posted on Facebook on the topic of Donald Sterling. Right. Thank you, Donald Sterling. You did something even black leaders couldn't do in a long time. You united, you united black people. I saw that post. It's a very good point because, you know, uh, he has a good point. We have a chime in from Lourdes who says no. She says on Facebook, no, you cannot be filthy rich and be an asshole. That's illegal. Uh, um, and then she continues. But she the whole it- thing is stupid and involves a bunch of stupid people. The end. The bottom- you know, that makes I, – I can, I can kind of understand on, uh, what, on the you can't be filthy rich and, and be stupid indeed because, because you should be held to a higher standard. And uh, uh, why? Because you why? Because you're rich. Because you're rich. Whose standard? Uh, uh, a standard, a higher standard. Okay, and one would be that. Well, you know, you're a public figure, so you should be prudent with your words, whether it's in private. But or he not. was in private. I know he was in private, but he was. Can you really say you're? They're fifty, fifty years apart. How intimate is that relationship? You, don't, you and I don't know, except we for the fact. Know. Well, we do now. You and I don't we know. We do now. But it's Angel, obvious. But, but it's presumed. It had to be obvious. Angel. It had to be obvious to him. that Are, they know, are there any things that you, don't, that you speak of at home, like talk crap about your boss or whatever, that if you came out with it, you'd probably lose your job or something? Of course there is. And you should be able to be afforded that privacy, right? Whether and, whether and it's and I am. whether it's despicable or not, it shouldn't come out. And they and but and, expect it from your wife. Don't expect it from your mistress. Mistress, that's okay? a good point. So that's a poor uh, yeah, and and that's one of the points that I think that that is made by by uh, uh, Lourdes on her post is that you are a public figure. You're worth a lot of money. There's a lot at stake here. You need to be a lot smarter. You know what? And, There's and, no and law everything. against being stupid. No, there isn't. And you know what? This so, man so has when, had this. So when you're ostracized about it, then this, then you shouldn't they accept shouldn't the be, co- accept the consequences. Exactly. No, but you know what? This guy has had the Clippers since like 1978 or 80 something. I think he's the owner with the longest ownership of the NBA longest team. ownership in the ABA. Okay, and and he's had this team since they were nothing. It's because he and it's because he loves is, the word ownership. And this is. This is own. He owns all those black players. This is his business. This is part (laughs) and the black cheerleaders. This is part of his income. Okay, let's just put it simply like this, Angel. Simply put, Angel, is the man. um, His are his words a bad choice of words or whatever worth him losing a, a billion dollar business? Absolutely not. A one dollar a billion. It, it, you know, it doesn't. It really. Doesn't oh, that's mean, right. I shouldn't talk. It doesn't mean a thing. It, it does really mean does. a thing. What, what, what means more more here are, is what what really he he, he made a stupid uh, comment. He yeah. To uh, he's having a, 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 a an affair with a woman, and he trusted her with the woman that he has an affair with it, that is fifty years younger than him, <laughs> whom he's going to outgrow in a matter of days or die from in a matter of days. So I mean, come on. You know, that's the real issue here. Money, you know, a dollar, a million dollars. Who I mean, cares? he's not going to lose these dollars. It's not like he's just going to give Absolutely. up his empire. It's going to he's going to get money. He's going to get bought out. It doesn't it's matter. It's not like he's going to walk out with zero dollars okay, in let me, his pocket. Let me, let me point he's something gonna out. He's going to walk away with 700 some plus million dollars. No, he's dollars. not. He's going to let's just say that. <laughs> let's say they force the sale, mm-hmm. which I think they shouldn't. Um, let's say they force the sale. If he agrees to it, because he can still argue he it. He could fight it. And uh, let's say they force the sale. Let's say he sells it. He'll 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 make a profit because he he bought it for several million. And it's worth a billion or something yeah. like that. Um, 
He's still, is is the uh, NBA going to pay his capital gains tax? Because one big chunk of money, that's a big chunk of tax. Are they going to pay his tax, a capital gains tax on it, which will be a big, pretty penny if he sells it at once? No. It's, there's so much penal. He's being penalized over and over. Um, how about the handing uh, this over to his family? You know, he could just say, I'm not going to sell it. I'm just going to hand it to my family. How about the fact that he wants to leave it to his family? It, the, the point is, it's his business. Uh, yes, it's a franchise, but he said something in private. He presumed it was going to stay private. Somebody screwed him over, and now he's paying for it, and it's wrong, wrong, wrong. Bottom line. We have time for one more. Okay, guys. Let's let's move on to another um, another topic. The White House is finding itself in a pickle following the release of emails tying a top aide to former UN Ambassador Susan Rice controversial comments after, after the Benghazi terror attack. During these particular interviews, uh, Suzanne Rice blamed the attack on protests over an anti-Islam film. Remember, we, we saw that video where supposedly they were making fun of Jesus or whatever. New emails <laughs> indicate that a White House advisor helped prep her for these appearances and pushed the video explanation. And now the White House is facing some credibility questions after having ah. downplayed their role in these quote-unquote talking points. The, who um, who uh, pushed it? So, uh, reportedly, it's a top aide from the White House. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the press secretary said uh, uh, during a, a press conference that it was the this so-called uh, prep call, uh, as it is described in one of the emails, was not about Benghazi. In fact, it was just um, uh, was just about demonstrations elsewhere in the Muslim world. Okay, that week. I, I got something to say on this. First of all, smoking gun, and and secondly. Um, during the campaign, I said I posted this a day after the Benghazi attacks where four people died. I posted it on Facebook and I said that this is all a cover up and that this these claims about this poor guy who came up with this ill conceived video being the reason for these um, these protests and these deaths is wrong. And it was just a way to cover up for the president who wanted to be reelected. And this is what you're talking about. He is a White House aide and speechwriter for the president, deputy assistant or something like that. Yeah. I remember when you posted it and I watched part of that video. It's so obvious it's the CIA. It really is. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you look closely at the actors, I think they were over at Sandy Hook and over at the Boston bombing <laughs> and probably over the at point, the Marilyn Monroe the point is, uh, uh, pills. The most important Pro- thing the is... The pharmacist, I but think. But the important thing <laughs> here is that... The important thing here is that here is the smoking gun. The president of the United States was trying to protect... They were trying to protect his re-election campaign. And he... Guess what happens? An innocent man went to prison for a year... Let me just say specifically what was written in these emails. (laughs) This is uh, what was specifically written. Quote, to underscore that these protests are rooted in an Internet video and not a broader failure of policy. See? In another uh, part of the email, it said to reinforce the president and administration's strength and steadiness in dealing with difficult challenges. In other words, make the president who was running uh, for re-election, who kept saying that al-Qaeda is on the run, that the the, our our involvement in Libya was successful, look good when it was all a lie. And guess what, Angel? Think about this. When the president 
arguably the most powerful man in the in the world and the vice president and his administration can use Joe Schmo like you and I as a scapegoat as scary <laughs> Joe as and shit. Angel. And guess what? <laughs> I, I post <laughs> I posted this on Facebook uh, when that happened and remember there was 120 comments and you deleted it and everyone got in a big old fight and everyone attacked me for this because of this because I said do not vote for this president who's covering up and I and it was a big scandal. Well, pie in everyone's face. That's what I got to say. <laughs> pie in your face. I'll take it with whipped cream. For the past year and a half to two years, all <laughs> these... This I've is been, from 2012. This is when pie. these attacks happened. <laughs> for the past couple of years, for the past pie. couple of years, all that, all this stuff has been coming out and I've been uh, vindicated and no one gives a crap about this. No one cares that the president covered up. No, it's okay. What's up? You know, what's, what's, what happened to all the protests on the street? If it was George W. Bush, they'd be crying for freaking impeachment. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Peach pie? No. Apple pie. Yes. There, there was, of course, response from um, um, particularly from the Republican critics that said that this was the administration's um, politically motivated um, and pointed email to the smoking gun, like Jose has said. It is. Well, good one. Good call. But it was obvious on the video that it was CIA. Oh, you have you have an opinion on it? Because you argued with me on it. You were saying no. how bad it was. No, I didn't. I didn't argue with. Oh yeah, you didn't like your, my post. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't argue. You with, deleted my post. I, I remember. I didn't argue with the uh, with the content of your post. I argued with the uh, tone of your post. My my tone was legit. My tone was no, no. There's a difference between uh, uh, your your claim and uh, and your words. Uh, well, your claim and the tone that I'm saying. No, all I said at the end, all I said was it was a cover up. That none of this is true. That this this video is You're paraphrasing. alleged. This alleged. Of course, I'm paraphrasing because you deleted it. Otherwise, and I'd so read it. So when you paraphrase, uh, you you compromise what the actual tone is. Oh, that, I know because I can't prove argue. it because you deleted yeah, it. Yeah, so so you can't prove what what you're, you're what you're saying. All I know is that when I posted it, it was a political post. Uh-huh. Strictly political, strictly saying what a lot of people do when they stake those 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 signs on their bumper stickers and on their front yard saying, "Don't reelect the president because he's this is a cover up," and they pissed everyone off. Let me just say that these emails were obtained and released by a watchdog group called Judicial Watch as part of the Freedom of Information Act. Yes, thank goodness. Right. Anyways. On. There you go. I'm glad that they're out, but the problem is you're not going to see it covered. Oh, another footnote. The speechwriter who sent these emails you mean is, is the son of the president of CBS News. And remember, um, Cheryl Atkinson quit because she was a correspondent in D.C. and she kept getting uh, uh, stonewalled because on all her reports on Benghazi, now we know why. Because this guy's father is the president of CBS News. That's why you're not going to see it on the news. Anyway, that's it, babe. That's all I have for tonight, guys. All right, Jackie, thanks for coming with us. All right, when we come back, we've got Dr. Sherry Myers, Lee Camp, and Eleanor Goldfield. Sweet!
Back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Wow, that got kind of heated. Yeah, that was a pretty cool song, too. Stand by. <laughs> Tonight, we have uh, with us um, uh, Dr. Sherry Myers. We're going to talk, uh, continue on that whole Sterling scandal. Uh, we're going to look at it from, like, what what's in the mind of a, of, of a, of a mistress? So, uh, Dr. Uh, Ster, uh, Dr. Sherry Sterling, Dr. Sherry Myers, <laughs> therapist, know. author, and TV host, is going to be with us tonight. But right now on the on the phone with us from Rooftop Revolutionaries, the great Eleanor Goldfield Swede. What's up, Eleanor? <laughs> What's up, you guys? How are you? Uh, I Hi. love that little chuckle. Hi, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I second that. So, uh, first of all, thanks for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. The, uh, we, I've been keeping up with your emails and all your posts. There's some really cool stuff going on with Rooftop Revolutionaries. Tell us about it. Um, well, yeah, like you guys said, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Um, May 8th, we're playing in Hollywood that loaded with uh, as a part of LAN signed Spotify. Sorry if I'm umming a lot. I can hear my own echo. Oh, there you go. How's that? How's that? <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, that's better. Okay, now now I'll try to sound more eloquent. <laughs> um, yeah, so May 8th will be at Loaded uh, in Hollywood as part of LA Unsigned and Spotify. They're putting on this show that is basically for unsigned rock bands in L.A., so we're going to be playing with a lot of great unsigned bands um, as a part of that show. And then really the, the, the big event is May 10th, Saturday, May 10th at Poly Pavilion at UCLA, We'll be performing at the United We Stand Fest, which is put on by Free and Equal Elections. And it's a full-day event, about four or five hours' worth of musicians, uh, comedians, speakers, basically a full-day event about uh, activism. 
and be based on the foundation of free and equal elections. So that's going to be a phenomenal event. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, actually planning to go to it myself. Uh, real quick, I wanted to ask you, what what is your... Um, what is your take on the recent FCCs uh, wanting to come down with on uh, uh, net neutrality? Because uh, you know um, people don't understand that. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting that people people aren't too conscious of what's happening with net neutrality, and of course, when net neutrality does finally uh, fully die, then they'll be very conscious of it. But it's the it's the time leading up to it where people really need to be active and. I think it's. I've been I've been posting about it um, when I can and writing writing articles and blogs about it because it really is the FCC chairman and the FCC in of itself is not putting its foot down and they have the ability to do so. So you know, just like anything else, if the people are to, if the people were to put pressure on that entity, just like any other entity, you know, like we saw with SOPA and PIPA, um, you would get a reaction. And I think if a lot of these big a lot of these big companies like Twitter and Facebook and Google, if they made something like that strong of a, of a statement again by going black or something to that effect, you would see you would see the FCC take notice of that. Uh, uh, Eleanor, this is Angel. Uh, that's cool. That uh, that would that, be really powerful. That that's cool that you're involved with the uh, the net neutrality, but. Forgive me for my ignorance. I I don't know what it is. See, my computer, it's a stick shift. Can you explain <laughs> to me how that works? You what? My 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 internet computer, it, it, it's a stick shift. So, can you tell me how net neutrality works with a stick shift as opposed to an automatic? Yeah. My brother doesn't understand the <laughs> that net neutrality is being jeopardized right now with a recent um <laughs> a, 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 a impending ruling by the FCC is what he's trying to get. What is it? Well, what is it? What, 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 go, do you want to explain net it? Neutrality, net neutrality basically allows you to have freedom in the in the internet in the web. Um, and basically, when the internet first came about, they didn't really know how to classify it, so they didn't put any regulations on how it was to be uh, to be dealt with. And that was because they really didn't know what kind of beast it would turn into. And what uh, what people are pushing for right now is it for it to be classified as title two just like your um just like your your phone conversations basically mm. um mm. so the, the idea being that there are regulations in place so that people can't basically like com- companies like comcast can't come and say well um here's what we think you should pay for this and what you, we think you should pay for this and that and the other and and break it down so that you so that basically you have access in tiers to the internet, as opposed to it being this open, free space. Oh, I and so get net neutrality is allowing it, allowing the internet to stay that open space that it has been, that has allowed us to, to, to use this incredible digital platform to, to do all these advancements and. In our society, both in terms of activism and social issues and all that other, thing. like if, if that were to die, then I mean, it's not just the lack of you know Instagramming your dinner that's going to. Then a radio show back. would be a radio show would be usurped by Comcast or Viacom or something like that. <laughs> now uh, we have to go because we got more guests going on. But please let our listeners know um, where to find you, and then you can introduce the song for us, right? Absolutely. So, uh, rooftoprevolutionaries.com, Facebook slash rooftoprevolutionaries at rooftoprev on Twitter. 
And uh, the song you guys are going to hear right now is called Folk Devils. We just released a music video for it. Um, and uh, come see us May 8th and May 10th in, uh, in L.A. Thank you so much, guys, for having us. All right, Eleanor, thanks a lot. That's Eleanor Goldfield Sweet from Rooftop Revolutionaries. Bye. Bye, baby. Bye.
And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it on uh, the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com, where you can listen to our radio station. Uh, just search for TwinTalkCast.com. It's pretty feed me. We got some uh, a good mix of music, some popular music, some independent music. People have come into the garage, played some live stuff, or shared some tracks. And, and talk about people have come into the garage. On the phone with us right now is Mr. Lee Camp from Moment of Clarity. What's up, Lee? Hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? All thanks right. For me. Hey, thanks for, come, thanks for being on our show again tonight. <laughs> we, and we know you're on the West, west Coast, and it's... Uh, east Coast. Wait, wait, we're you know, West Side. We're on the West Side. West Side. We, we know you're on the East Coast, and uh, it's a long night for you for you to be with us, so we really appreciate it. But we really wanted you on the show because, man, there's so much to talk about. We just had Eleanor Goldfield with us. We talked a little bit about net neutrality. Had to explain it to my brother. <laughs> I thought I needed a, an automatic <laughs> transmission. <laughs> and I know you have some big shows to talk about, but before we do, I do have a, a question. I'm sure you kept up with what was going on with uh, Donald Sterling and his mistress and all of that. Do you have an opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, what he said was her, what he said was horrific, and I'm sure the NBA probably made the right decision. But I think the biggest story about this is you notice we're able to talk about the incredible racism in our society whenever something is said outlandish. Meanwhile, we ignore the the deeper implications of an incredibly racist society. You know, uh, people of color amount to like the same amount of drug use nationwide as white people and yet account for 60% of all convictions. It's an incredibly racist society. And we, and you know, that's just one of many different facts that show how racist our society is. And we just ignore all those and act like they're not a big deal. But meanwhile, one incredibly racist, uh, rich white guy says something, and that's the thing that our media will pay attention to. How about every other day of the week they cover everything else that's going on? That's actually a pretty good point. But do you, do you do you think that the punishment fit the crime here? Um, I don't. I mean, maybe, but I think I'd have to know more about the NBA. It's it, to me, it's whether a racist owner uh, has the ability to make racist decisions probably matters as well uh, as opposed to just what he's saying. I mean, I, I don't believe people should be, uh, you know, legally not allowed to say cer certain things, but if the NBA wants to take a team away from him because they don't want to have a racist organization, then I think that's their decision and, and probably the right one. I like that answer. <laughs> I do because then that really shows – uh, uh, that we have. Uh, otherwise, if we don't, if, if, if why, if if we feel that he that he's being ostracized by the NFL and people in general, then if we don't allow a private entity to do what they want to do the way manage their business they want to do, then we would be ostracizing the private industry. I hear what you're saying. They have they should have an ability to run their business the, the way they like. They should slap them in the back of the head for dating that 50 years younger chick. Don't you think so, there, Mr. Camp? <laughs> well, to me, to me, that's the most horrible part of it. If you're going to be racist, at least don't be racist while you're dating a black girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talk, talk about hypocrisy. Good God. 
so let's yeah. talk about um, – uh, I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the United We Stand Fest. What does it stand for? What is exactly going on on this United We Stand Fest that you're going to be part of? Well, it basically stands for United We Stand uh, uh, for getting out of this two-party duopoly that, that owns our system and agrees on 90% of the structural issues of our country. I mean – uh, the way Wall Street works, the way Wall Street is unaccountable, the the insane number of foreclosures, it, it, they agree on most of the major uh, issues involved in our country. The, the the way our wars are run, the 900 military bases around the world, like all of that stuff. There are very few disagreements between the two parties, and those are the greatest issues of our time. That climate change, a few others. And they agree, or they're, or at the very least, they're making the same decision. So that's why we have to get out of this two-party system. We need to do it in a combination of ways. Uh, you know, one of them is is getting money out of politics. Another is to allow third parties to actually have a shot in this political system. I mean, Jill Stein, who will be speaking at the event, for instance, was cha- arrested and chained to a chair during the debate between Mitt Romney. And Barack Obama, oh. she was the Green Party presidential candidate, chained to a chair because she tried to attend the debate. That's what we do with third parties, you know, and similar stuff, although not arrest, happened to Ron Paul trying to run as a Republican. So you, you, you see the locking out of third parties, and that's what this is united against, is a two-party duopoly, and amazing people will be there. I mean, maybe you already talked about them on your show, but everybody from – Public Enemy to Jill Stein to Larry King to Abby Martin to uh, Wu Tang and Brother Ali and Immortal Technique and most importantly me. I mean, obviously that's <laughs> what everyone's coming to see. You know what? I dig it. I, 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 now I understand what uh, United We Stand for. I'm I'm all about partying, eh? So if you talk about three parties, <laughs> hey, the more. The more party, the better, Holmes. <laughs> I just want to go meet Dennis Kucinich and say, dude, did they make fun of you at school for that name? <laughs> so, <laughs> Apparently, uh, he gets by with that name because he ever met his wife. She's, she's a hot. She's a hottie. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lee, thanks so much for being on the show. Please let our listeners know where to find you and all of, and where to find this uh, United We Stand Fest. Yes, unitedwestandfest.com. Tickets are, I believe, $17.76. Pretty cheap. That's great. And uh, it's a full, I think it's a five-hour presentation of all these amazing acts and speakers and everything else. And uh, that's on May 10th. My stuff is at leecamp.net, and I'm coming out with a new comedy special, my live stand-up special, uh, in about one week. can be downloaded at uh, leecamp.net. Thanks a lot, Lee, and thanks for the copy that you gave me of the other one. That was awesome. Thank, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Right on. Enjoy, thanks you, for making it to the show. It was yeah. awesome. Hey, hey Lee, uh, thanks for being on the show, man. I'll catch you over at no the. Problem. I'll catch you over at the United We Stand, Holmes, with my seventeen dollars and seventy six cents. Like the independence, eh? <laughs> yeah. I see the connection, Holmes. Right on, clever. All right, that's Lee Camp. Check him out, LeeCamp.net, and check out the a moment of clarity. Thanks, Lee, and we'll be right back with Dr. Sherry Myers.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you're listening to us live on TwinTalkCast.com. Freedom Slaves. Freedom Slaves. <laughs> that was the great Lee Camp. And uh, what you just heard right now, that was a really cool conversation with Lee Camp. I'm looking forward to meeting him. What you just heard on the radio, though, playing music right, was t- uh, Tessa. What song is it? Freedom Slaves from Psychotic Supper. A great track and pretty fitting, don't you think? Very fitting, yeah. Anyway, let's move on because I can't wait. Um, all week long, since about Saturday when this all came out, everyone's been talking <laughs> it, it was about a weekend. Wasn't it was it? a weekend thing. That's weird. <laughs> everyone's been talking about this whole scandal uh, with uh, Donald Sterling and his uh, apparent um, apparent racist remarks, and everyone is just vilifying the guy. And maybe he is a louse. It seems to me that he's a despicable man. But I think that the the woman personally, I think the woman's getting a pass. But you know what? Uh, who am I to judge? Um, I just so I, I look forward. To, I look forward to this tonight's uh, uh, discussion with uh, Dr. Sherry Myers. She's a therapist, an author, TV host. She recently came out with a book called "Chatting or Cheating." I can't wait to get my hands on that one. That one sounds really cool. That one sounds good. Um, it's about you know, is it okay to chat with people on the uh, Facebook and things like that? And where do you cross the line if you have a relationship? Mm-hmm. But that's what we're talking mm-hmm. to her about. We want to talk about the mistress. On the phone with us right now is Dr. Sherry Myers. Doctor, are you there? I am here. Hello. <laughs> Great right. to be here. Thank you, Doctor. Hey, Doc. Hey, how are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Thanks for being on our air, eh? Now you're part of the Twimpire. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor, um, um, the like I, I just said, everyone's all over Donald Sterling's, you know, um, sins, if you will, and um, his proclivities for yeah, with with mistresses and, and all these other things, but. <laughs> but I wanted to. I think I touched the base with you about this. That as a father of two young women, it's always concerned me uh, how a woman's role in society is as portrayed. And so I think it's important as a public service announcement <laughs> that we bring you on and talk about this. Now, what? I guess my question is, uh, how does this woman? How does a woman like, for instance, Vistiviano, the purported girlfriend or mistress of? Donald Sterling, how does someone fall into a situation like this where they're, you know, kind of giving up their freedom? Is, is that, how does this manifest itself? How does it look as a mistress? What is the role? Well, another word for mistress is mate poacher. Because... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because really, a mistress is a husband snatcher. And, you know, we can understand it she's 31 he's 80 he's a billionaire obviously he was very generous with her you know that (laughs) wife his wife is suing her for 2.5 million so that's that you know that seems like there were lots of gifts and a 1.8 million dollar home and ferrari and two bentleys and a land rover wow so you know there there was a lot of goodies with that package so that's how. So, you know, when you ask why, yeah. because suddenly, you know, in this particular situation, one, okay, from what I understand, they're alleging she could have 100 hours of tape right. on her. So she, if she's recording everything, this was a woman with a bigger plan. Right. Because uh-huh. why do you record? Like, what? why would you record this conversation that got released? 
Right, right. Except if you were setting the guy up. Well, it's been reported so, that perhaps she was she was hired as his archivist. But uh, um, <laughs> I I doubt personal <laughs> conversations. He would, uh, you know, I, I I secretly recorded conversations. Is maybe she hired herself as that? <laughs> yes. But I don't think he was uh, part of that particular plan. Lourdes, Lourdes, I'll record everything I say. Lourdes, just Doctor Lourdes uh, just chimed in on Facebook. She says the question should be why be the mistress when you can be the queen. <laughs> Thank you, Lourdes, for chiming in. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is um, many. I guess here's a situation where the man is. Apparently has pretty racist views, and he <laughs> seems to be a louse. But I'm sure that there are situations where women are become um, wife poachers, as you call them, or mistresses, and they're they are um, having this affair with men that have less than stellar ideals. Why would they put up with this? Is it, is the money really worth it? <laughs> well, for some, it is because she she also got fame. She's hanging out with all these big sports figures. She's suddenly very hot. She's in the high circles of probably people that she looked up to all her life. Now, um, you, now, is this is this common? How common is this in our society? Well, some women who have attachment issues actually choose to be mistresses. Because there's there's some people who are insecurely attached or who fall madly in love with the men who are married. It's just a painful path. For other women, you know, it's easy. You don't have them full time. They come and they go. Usually the sex is better. And you get a lot of the goodies without a lot of the work. Without? So some women choose to be mistresses. Uh-uh. They find it to be a lot easier. It's like being a perennial girlfriend without right. all the work of being a wife. Wow. What you don't get is the security. What you don't get is the marriage or the ring. What you don't get, and if you end up, as I was saying earlier, if you end up falling in love with him, then you're just waiting and wishing and hoping and that's why the life of a mistress is really painful because if you're truly in love with the man and he keeps promising, I'm going to leave my wife and you're the one, and and maybe he's even sincere, but he just can't get up the nerve to leave his wife or he doesn't want to divide his assets or for whatever reason, men are married and have affairs themselves. Um, there's a lot of reasons why women not only for a billionaire, have affairs. But ultimately, it's a very painful path. So basically, one of the things you're saying, this is Angel, Doctor, uh, is that one of the reasons they might do it is because they get the appliance, but they don't have to wash his underwear. (laughs) Exactly. Well, sometimes you do. He may leave his underwear there. But but that's an interesting analogy, Angel. Okay. How often often do you think uh, these uh, so-called mistresses or whatever – um, come to their senses where they're like, wow, I kind of lost myself. You know, I grew up in in a decent home. Or did they come up in a decent home? I mean, what's the demographic? Well, when, you know, I was looking 
I was looking for some history on Stiviana, and I guess she was born Maria Vanessa Perez oh. in October of 82. And in 2010, she petitioned to change her name. And the reason she said she wanted to change her name was because she was born from a rape case. And she never could find her identity um, because of her mixed race. So she wanted to change her name. But that, that wasn't that long ago. And then she met Sterling right after that. Interesting. Maybe it was right before that because they met around 2010 as well. So if she really was born from rape, that means no father really raised her. And who knows really what her story is or what her background is. But, you know, that's a painful way to be brought into this world Mm. from a mother who was raped. It sounds like, but it sounds like we're excusing this evil woman. <laughs> that these rich people are saying, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, I, I don't think I want a mistress well, no, anymore. I think, particularly, <laughs> see, let's let's separate Stiviana from mistresses because you're asking about the psyche of a mistress. I am. Um, I don't think most mistresses are going to set up their man in the way she did. This this is a woman with a plan and a plot. She's a game player. Right. And, you know, there there was a lot, you know, how did, after they broke up, did she still get a $1.8 million house? Right. So there's a whole, but this is a reality TV show in the making. Oh, I know. She... This is going to, you know, I can just see them somehow turning this in. He's a billionaire, so he doesn't need to. If he was like a wannabe and, you know, old after wannabe <laughs> yeah. or something like that, this would be such a reality TV show. I got the name for it. I got it. I got it. Okay, what? Living, wait, Viva la V. <laughs> la Vida Poulter. Viva la V. <laughs> Viva la V, Stiviana. So, uh, but is this, so are you saying that this is not typical of the mistress? No. No. Interesting. Interesting. So, so well, mistresses come in two flavors. Those that, uh, I like that. that are hoping <laughs> that their guy is going to leave the, their wife because the wife is this evil, awful person, and the man loves her, and she's hoping for family and mating and life with him. You know, that's one flavor of mistress. This woman is another flavor of mistress. It's the user. It's the one who uses her sexuality and her attraction and ability to attract, to attract wealthy, successful men to hopefully get what they can, a a rise in their own lifestyle, um, a rise, you know, a self-esteem boost. There was a lot that came with this package. So her motivation and the way she worked it may be different than most mistresses. Do you think she's she was re- a good game player? Yeah, she she knew how to work it. You could see from the recording she was working him. Mm. Did you? And she wasn't dropping it. She kept like pushing to get more and more out of him. Uh, also, if you look at her Instagram, <laughs> her Instagram, no profile, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at her Instagram photos, she's like trying to brand herself. For, it's something that she's been trying to do for a while. So I guess it does sound like this woman had 
um, you know, a, a, some kind of plan that just kind of fell into place for her. Aspirations for a new, uh, a new Maytag appliance. <laughs> yeah, but watch. She'll end up with a reality TV show. Oh, <laughs> yes. I think She's I better, perfect for it. I better, tra- I better trademark that. <laughs> Viva la vie. <laughs> so um, what do you say, though, to girls, young ladies who, who I mean, because this can, fortunately, my daughters have grown up and become nice young women. And uh, But what do you say to the young woman who sees this? Because this is all over the television. The young girl that could be impressionable and uh, uh, and maybe consider this. Maybe see the only way for well, some I kind of success. This, one's, this case isn't that romantic. I mean, she just got thrust into instant stardom. But there is nothing romantic that I can imagine any young girl wanting to model about her. Because And she's um, not that pretty either. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. Well, she was pretty enough <laughs> to get a billionaire oh, I guess so. to right. wrap around her finger. Right. And, you know, she knew how to work him. Um, my only, you know, and, and maybe this is the full circle because there's a history with Donald with, you know, lawsuits and racial, with, around racial issues. So maybe this is in a way, the perfect way that he's being taken down, Uh, where before he really wasn't. I think he lost one lawsuit. But he has a history of this, of being racist. So this is a way that maybe finally it's coming around and kicking him in the butt. So he had another mistress named Karma. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's Karma. So Karma's finally catching up with him. I like the way you put it, the perfect way. There is no... More, more perfect storm than an angry woman. <laughs> oh my God. She, she is a lot, you know, for a little 31 year old. <laughs> There's, you know, she's got chutzpah for sure. She definitely has chutzpah. So, uh, doctor, do you, um, do you, do you see, um, I, obviously you say you and I both agree in that she's probably got a reality show or anything, but, but she's expressed some kind of remorse for it gotten, have gotten so bad for, um, you know, well, Donald's she's saying she didn't release it. Right. Yeah, okay, you didn't release it. She, I, I think there, there is some inference. Now, I don't know if this is by the news or by her that someone else was in, in the room when right. it was being recorded and it right. was that person who released it. But there's still collusion. Right. And she still recorded him. And when you listen to the recording, she kept, she, he wanted to drop it. And she said, well, what about this? And what about that? So this was her blackmail. I mean, I, I truly believe that this wasn't just an innocent conversation. Wow. That he happened. She knows exactly who her audience was. And she set him up. So mm. how did this little girl from East L.A. turn so evil? She's a Delilah. I mean, is, <laughs> is it because she's a rape child? Is it that simple? Because just because you're no. a rape child doesn't mean you can't grow up in a loving home. Um, possibly. We don't wow. know anything yet wow. about her family. I'm sure it's all going to come out. Wow. Um, but... At 31, she has um, manipulated a very wealthy, successful man and brought him down to his knees. Wow. Wow. Well, Dr. Dr. Myers, thank you so much for being with us. Please let our listeners know where to find you. And, 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 and first, real quick, real quick, please let our listeners know, because I might have messed it up. I, what I, is the book Chatting or Cheating about? What my book is about is how easy it is to 
fall into an affair, even if you believe you're someone who would never, ever, ever cheat or have an affair, um, how easy it is for the brain chemistry to take over and you start having these uh -huh. innocent chats, whether it be with the parent next to you at the soccer game or online, or you start you know, with Facebook friends and you're sharing more and more and you're thinking about them more and more. And something that I call emotional sex takes over. Wow. And from there, it can take many avenues. And it kind of creeps up on you before you even realize that you have crossed the line. There you are. So it's more, I feel like, I'm the Paul Revere of the modern age to wow. go, you know, beware and really feed your own relationship at home and keep it strong so you aren't weak. What motivated awesome. you to write? Yeah, what motivated you to write this book? Um, there's, well, funny enough, I'm declaring this. I have not had an affair. Right. But for some reason, I was made by the news ever since Clinton and his affair, right. the infidelity person that all the TV stations went to. And then <laughs> I made about 100 videos on the topic. And I thought, you know, I'm going to do a book on infidelity. And I thought it was going to be something really easy. <laughs> it took me like a year and a half. But it's so necessary now because more and more people are having affairs. Um, it's so easy. You can carry it around, when, you know, but communication and connection is instantaneous. It used to take a long time to build relationship. Now you can do it texting. Now you can do it online. You don't even have to be face-to-face, -face, and you don't even need to be face-to-face -to, -face to fall in love. So when I realized how prevalent it is, when I saw that Facebook is named now in 20% of divorces and even higher in England um, as the cause of divorce. Wow, wow. There, there's a big issue. We've got to wake up, and we've really got to feed our relationships more because we're losing connection with each other. So basically tell the couples to put down that uh, smartphone when they go out on a date. Yes. Yes. So many times I see couples sitting there checking their phone, not talking to each other. Uh, We're losing connection with the important people in our life, including our kids. Yes. You, I, I, our kids. I allege, I've been saying for a long time that uh, uh, in a generation, um, uh, humans are going to have a third joint on their neck because they always got their heads down to their <laughs> smartphones everywhere they are. <laughs> I agree. Walking down the street. I'm guilty too, you know. I'm addicted because we get addicted. Yes. Uh -huh. There's you get a dopamine surge. It's like it's a, the antidote. It's the Viagra to a boring moment. It's the antidote to boredom. Wow. You're never alone. You're wow. never alone. But in some ways it makes you lonelier. Yes. And and more dependent on this little thing to keep you from feeling bored or feeling alone. Well, Dr. Sherry uh, Myers is uh, with us tonight. Thank you so much for being with us, Dr. We really appreciate it. It's very good insight on the other woman. Doctor, you have a very soothing voice. I, I felt like I was on the couch next to you there, you know. <laughs> do, do you want me to pay a, give you a co-payment for the... Uh, <laughs> sir, the, the, the do you, does Obamacare cover? It was lovely to be on your show, guys. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so very much. It was real nice to talk to you with us tonight. That's Dr. Sherry Myers. Check her out at drsherry.com and check out her book, Chatting or Cheating. Good night, doctor. And we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back and listen. affected by energy day after day, renewable or sustainable, vibrational or sensational, bio-electro, television, sound waves, and even emotional shock waves. Some are intentional, some are reactional, but all are inevitable. We are bombarded at all sides and at all times by energy, perhaps to the demise of all mankind. Consider this, you are energy, from conception to sustainment. The very thought in your mind is energy. So, be aware of it. Be a student of it. Be thoughtful of it. Be compassionate with it and be responsible with it. And you will be a force with it. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. Shoo! And we want to thank you all for joining us again tonight on Tuesday. It's Wednesday now. On Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Hey, what a good show, man. Good guests. Yeah, we had some good guests. Thank you to uh, Lee Camp from A Moment of Clarity for being with us. Thank you to for Eleanor Goldfield Swede from Rooftop Revolutionaries. Shoo! Thank you again, Dr. Sherry Myers. Hey, the check's in the mail, Dr. Thank you for that soothing voice and uh, therapist, author, and TV host. Check out her book, Chatting or Cheating. Ooh. Sounds really good. <laughs> Anyways, well, come back next week, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to have another awesome show. Yeah, see you later. Also, don't forget, in about uh, 10 minutes, Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. Check him out. He's on in 9.05 tonight, Pacific time. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tales from the Sunset Strip. Good night. Shoo! Boop, 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 boop.